0: In three and two and one. Hi everybody, Tim Anderson here, the Appraisers Advocate. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. I appreciate you taking your time to sit down with me today. We're talking real estate appraisal and we call this one USPAP and the last time... In this podcast, I'm going to ask a series of questions. There is no right answer, just your answer. The purpose of these questions is to give you pause as you consider your answers. We know how much real estate appraisal has changed in just the last two years. Considering these questions and their answers may help you determine how to stay ahead of these changes that will inevitably come in the future. Thanks for listening. So let's get started when was the last time you took time to count the number of saws you have and then sharpen each of them for some appraisers this may mean taking more c e taking a university level course in an appraisal related subject or even taking a vacation given your stress levels and slow times like now a vacation may be the most important When was the last time you took a continuing education class for the pure joy of learning rather than merely the necessity to meet your CE requirements? There is joy in learning because you want to, not because you need to, although even I admit some CE classes are snooze fests, and I write CE classes when was the last time you checked the boilerplate in your appraisal report to determine if that boilerplate made sense was not outdated and contained nothing in errors i have reviewed appraisals in twenty twenty three that referenced departure something that has not been in use since two thousand six That's how misleading the boilerplate was. Departure is a concept so old that some of you listening to this will not even know about the concept of departure and how convoluted it was. When was the last time you explained highest and best use to your client and the client had no reason to doubt it? If the highest and best-use summary in your appraisal report is merely its definition, please take a look at it. That's a sure way to spend an unpleasant afternoon in front of your state appraisal board. When was the last time you explained to your client the intricacies of calculating the GLA adjustment rather than merely stating the GLA adjustment was X dollars per square foot? our clients want to understand what we do how we do it and why we do it therefore it makes sense to give them that opportunity to know more about what we do when was the last time you thought about what placing a comparable sale on the adjustment grid truly communicates to the client It tells the client so much, but mostly that this property, the one you put on the sales adjustment grid, has the same highest and best use as the subject, and that you have verified the details of its sale and purchase are true and correct. When was the last time you read Standards Rule 2-3, the certification standard, to understand what it is you're certifying when you sign the certification? Doing so could be a real eye-opener. When was the last time you attended a regional or national appraisal conference? Not only will you learn a lot, you'll also meet new people and have a lot of fun. There are numerous of these each year, so there should be one relatively close to you at least once a year. And again, I recommend you attend it. When was the last time you considered that all the rules of thumb you've been using for the past 20 years may, in reality, be incorrect? This, too, could be a real eye-opener. You might need somebody to go over your reports, another pair of eyes to go over your reports, to see if, indeed, you are using rules of thumb and if, indeed, they are incorrect. When was the last time you read USPAP's Standards 1 and 2 in their entirety? They're not that long, frankly. Reading both of them may take all of 15 minutes. Who knows what benefit you might get out of doing just that? When was the last time you took one of your appraisals and compared it to USPAP's Standard 1 to determine that it complied? Along with that, when was the last time you took an appraisal report and compared it to Standard 2 to determine that it complied? this too may be another reason to have someone else put another set of eyes on one of your reports to see if certain improper practices have just snuck in when was the last time you reviewed the fourteen points of uspap this would be a great way to become familiar with what your state board expects to find in an appraisal and appraisal report you've never heard of the fourteen points of uspap that's okay The 14 points of USPAP are Standard Rule 2-2a, Roman numerals 1 through Roman numeral 14. When was the last time you checked that your highest and best use analysis, whose support and rationale you must summarize in the appraisal report, corresponded with the 5 points of highest and best use in Standard Rule 1-3? This summary does not necessarily need to be long and complex, but it does need to be there. It does need to be part of your appraisal report. And omitting it, or including nothing more than the definition, is a USPAP violation state boards tend to jump all over. When was the last time you reviewed who it was who set the client and the intended users? USPAP in its definitions makes it clear this nomination is the appraiser's responsibility, not the client's. And that's important for liability purposes. When was the last time you reviewed the four components of USPAP's definition of an appraiser? Each component is important. We're not going to go over them here. We don't have the time, and this is not the place to do it. But please, get in USPAP, turn to the definitions, turn to appraiser, and note the four components of the definition. When was the last time you seriously considered getting out of the GSE end of the appraisal business and into private work? Basically, this would open another book of business for you. It would also serve as an income source for those times when appraisals are slow and right now, as I record this in September of 2023, they are slow and are probably going to continue that way. When was the last time you marketed yourself and your business? Appraisers have no training in this, so it might be difficult. It might be difficult to do. It will be difficult to start, but it will pay off. There are classes you can take on this. You can consult with appraisers who have been in this a longer time than you have. You can take marketing classes at the local university. But it's important that appraisers understand that appraisers, like any other business, have to market themselves so they're out in front of the consumers who need appraisal services. Those are all the questions. You may have some more. If you do, call me. I'll be happy to answer them. Thank you for listening today. I do appreciate it. I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraisers Advocate. I'm here to work with you. If you have any questions, if you find yourself in trouble with your state board, if you need to have somebody put a second set of eyes on one of your reports, if you need some tutoring or mentoring, please give me a shout. Tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be my pleasure to work with you and my honor to know you. Please let me extend my best to you and your family. And before we're clear, one last question, if I may, please. Are your professional fees professional enough?